Hello everyone, this is Brandon K. Hedgepeth, and I just want to welcome you all here to the Tansen Talks show. I'm just so excited to speak with all of you. And I'm just going to use this moment to, of course, thank you all for being here. But without further ado, let me get into my conversation with Dr. Felicia Blow. Thank you so much for being here, Dr. Blow. Thrilled to be here. Thank you for inviting me. It's a real honor. Yeah, I'm just so glad to have you on. And so, first of all, how are you doing today? I, I'm busy, but good. And as what, what is this phrase they use? I'm still breathing fresh air. <laughs> that is good to hear as we, you know, get off, you know, get into this week or wrap our end this week. And so, and so for you, are you able to take a moment to go ahead and introduce yourself to the listening or viewing audience? Absolutely. So my name is Dr. Felicia Below APR. I am the uh, was the 2022 National Chair for PRSA, and I'm the 2023 Immediate Past Chair, which is an officer role on the national board. And I also um, am a senior leader at the renowned historically Black University, Hampton University. Awesome. Well, I'm just so glad to have you on. And so for you, how long have you been in the public relations field? Oh gosh, you're aging me now. 30 years plus. I've been in, I've been doing this for a good long while. And you don't do something like this if you don't love it. So it's been different iterations, but yeah, I've been doing this for quite a while. Well, I'm glad to hear that you, you at least enjoy the field enough to you know, stick with it. Absolutely. Um, as I shared, you don't do something well that you don't love. And although I've worked in many, many different types of organization, um, heavy equipment and manufacturing, uh, telecommunications, waste management, education, my, I, my, my skill sets have been malleable, adaptable, so it's worked and I'm able to contribute, which is the most important thing. So. Well, I'm glad. And so, like you mentioned in your introduction, you are the now immediate past chair for PRSA National. And so, and of course, last year you were the chair. And so how was that, you know, for you being able to do that? So now I traveled all over the country, um, LA, Reno, um, Albany, Indianapolis, Texas, Tennessee, and Kentucky, all over, um, really talking about the critical importance of our profession, of what we do, and how it lifts democracies. And I have this little small opportunity to um, be engaged in our 75th anniversary, which was a year-long thought leadership initiative. And then icing on the cake i'm gonna reach around was this little tidbit this book uh, this body of work is incredible and it aptly synthesizes um what we do as a profession the people places and moments over 75 years so it's, it was a busy year and i think it was impactful and I even um, had the opportunity to travel to India as part of a global exchange initiative. So, 
Well, I'm glad that you've been able to, you know, really grow with your role and, you know, really make the most of it, especially with year 75 for the organization. That is incredible. Oh, my gosh. Think about, I know you're very young, as am I, <clears throat> but the organizations, the people even, human beings that started out 75 years ago. And the test of time is called that because not everyone makes it. Not every company makes it. 75 years is a long time and you have to be adaptable and um, navigate changing landscapes and priorities in order to remain relevant. Quite frankly, I believe our industry is going through kind of a, um, a resurrection around relevance and what we exactly do and offer our um, the varied organizations we serve, whether they be government, education, corporate, uh, nonprofits. And th that revelation, if you will, of what we do being so critical and reminding folks that we are not simply events planners and media uh, hawks. We do a whole lot more. And we have to remind ourselves that's what we do. So that's what I spent a lot of time talking about, reminding people of that. Well, it seems like you certainly have done a, yeah, a great job with that, especially, you know, throughout your career, but especially these past several years. And so and so for, have you known about the PRSA organization throughout your career or, or did you find it more, more recently? That's a great question. I'm asked about that. And I use this phrase at Hampton, when did you first fall in love with Hampton University? Um, so with PRSA, it was a personal reference in 1994, three or four, because I had my first child in 1995. Um, and I said, I want to get involved. I want to get engaged. They named two organizations, IABC and PRSA. I connected with some people that are still lifelong friends within PRSA, and I was hooked. It's the people. It's the relationships. It's the this, this, this recognition of you're an important individual. You just, you yourself, uh, Brandon, you are special just because you exist and you are you and when people take personal interest in helping to uplift and 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 motivate and mentor it means a lot and that's what happened and that's why i've stayed involved and throughout the course of my life that's why i've continued to stay involved with prsa because of the people i have so many friends so many friends and life experiences that I would not have had, had it not been for those couple, three individuals that I met in 93, 94. So. Well, I'm so glad, I mean, that you enjoyed the experience and that it was enough for you to you know, be interested in sticking with it and then eventually becoming a national chair. I mean, <laughs> when you first started, was that like ever in your scope of things that you would want to do? Not even close. Not even on my bucket list. My life has been like that, though, Brandon. Some people talk about how they 
write it all down and in five years I'm going to do this and seven years. God has ordered my steps and places where I've gone are places I never even had in my imagination. And I'm a believer and I stand on that. I don't shy away from that. Um, that was something that I really, you know, wrestled with talking about openly because we live in such a polarized world. But at the end, in the, begin, the beginning of the day and the end of the day, I got to be who I am. And so in that regard, I never saw it happening. But oh, my gosh, I'm so glad it did. The thing that I would say um, is I didn't start out wanting to be a national leader, but I did want to make a difference. Everything I do, I want to make a difference and not just be a caretaker type of uh, participant. So, and that's what you saw and what I did and what I did in my entire career. So, for example, in 1999, 2000, when I was chair of the Universal Accreditation Board, I may be getting my dates wrong. Please don't hold it against me. But whenever I was chair, <laughs> we initiated the APR plus M credential. And the reason we did it is we needed to do more to engage the military community and demonstrate value to that particular cohort and to keep them sticky. And it's what they wanted. Military believes in a lot of training and what have you. And this was one of the things that was in their wheelhouse and it was the perfect thing for us. That's just one example of things I've tried to do that, that, that make a difference, not for me, Felicia, but for our members and for our very cohort. So that's the kind of person I am. It's not always easy though, Brandon. Our DE&I initiative is another example. That was something that I really felt uh, was needed. It wasn't just me talking about it. Um, there were people that came way before me that got the DEI multicultural committee and what have you initiated. However, in 2000, I guess, 2019, I said, you know, we are in a, we are in an age where PRSA has got to do more in this space. We've got to. And I'm so glad we initiated that initiative. Anita Ford Saunders, Shanita Baraka Akintande, Andrea Gills, Gills Monzon. We were all there, not maybe at the exact same time. But I do remember like it was yesterday a Saturday morning when several of us got together on a conference call after the murder of George Floyd and said, we have got to do and say something. And we crafted a statement and we were the national leadership for the DNI committee. Now it's the DEI committee, but that's what I mean about doing something, not for me, but for the movement, I'll just say that. Well, I'm glad that, you know, that you were able to help take and spearhead many of these initiatives. And even for ones that, you know, that have been working on for years that 
you know, that you were able to say, okay, we got, to, we have to keep going with this. Like, you know, we can't just stop here. We, you know, there's more progress to be made. And so. Oh, you said it so well, more progress. to be made. And so what are some of your hopes for PRSA and your own personal, you know, PR journey, you know, for the next several years? I pray because I'm only a chair one year. The chairs are only there one year. It's not a lot of time to make explosive change, but I, I gave it a shot. <laughs> but we have the opportunity to be the thought leaders of a generation, this organization. And the way we do that is by being bold and being courageous and being very bullish on our members and uh, maybe not always taking positions, but seeking out those opportunities, those um, once in a lifetime moments to differentiate PRSA from everybody else. That's what I hope. And I, want to be part of that experience, not as a caretaker organization, but as one that elevates the moment and owns the space. Because we do. We are the nation's largest organization for communications, public relations, uh, social media strategists, all the many iterations of PR. We are the nation's largest. Let's let's make an impact. Yeah, I love that. And I'm actually going to take a step backwards now and say, what actually got you into PR? That's a question I'm often asked as well. And quite frankly, the answer is this. I didn't start out thinking that I would um, be a PR person. I wanted to go into broadcast journalism. Barbara Walters, God rest her soul, um, Oprah Winfrey, they influenced my early years. And that's who I wanted to emulate. But it was my work at a television station in Peoria, Illinois, that told me, mm, I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> that. And so I was working for Caterpillar uh, at its world headquarters. And I really liked what I was doing. Um, and one of the things I'll say, Brandon, as you get older, as you experience life, you'll find that you evolve and grow. Today, what I do is called advancement or development. The PR is at the core, at the center of it, because what public relations is about is about building relationships, right? So. What I do today is not, you know, to keep a company out of a, a crisis situation or to earn, create earned media. What I do today is seek engagement opportunities to help human beings. So said differently, I fundraise and communicate the benefits of the fundraising to help other people along the way 
it's not necessarily mission work, but it's so like it, and I love it. What I do now, particularly for black and brown students, um, they just don't have the funds to go to college. They don't have the exposure and the experience in many respects that some members of the majority community have. And so it just warms my heart and, and I'm delighted to help tangibly help them achieve their dreams. So, like I said, as you go along your path, you'll see that there are many ways for you to do what you do and be excited about it. Well, I'm glad that you're able to use your role in practically whichever role you're in to help make a difference. And I said to just keep helping, you know, progress and for allowing for people to continue, especially with their education. I mean, that is just such an important part of, you know, of our growth and development personally, you know, is being able to continue to learn whether that's, yeah, in the classroom, on a job or whatever the case may be. And globally. So one of the things I said when I was in India for the global exchange in December is that not every American, but there's this point of view about American. We are the uh, and yes, America's great. I wouldn't want to live anywhere else in the world. But there's still some great places out there. And the more you expose yourself, the more you learn, the more you see, your aperture opens broader and broader and broader. And what that does is help you help others. One of the things I say, Brandon, is God blesses us, each of us so that we are a blessing to someone else. He is not extolling riches and knowledge because you're a really smart guy, right? And you, you, you're you using that intelligence and the platform, not for your edification, but to hopefully educate others. That's what he blesses us for. So let's use our gifts to do that for individuals all over the world. I love that. And I actually next one to ask. So, so for you, what is something that people don't ask you often that you would love to share out? Mm. <laughs> I'm not only always flummoxed, but I am. You got me. So one of the things that people don't often ask me. And it's because I exude this point of view because that's the person I am. But how are you? How is your life? Who is your family? How do you get joy? And um, what motivates you to do all this work? I'm not asked that question a lot. Now, and it just hit me. Like, hmm. And I will tell you, Brandon, I'm not okay all the time. Um, what did Smokey Robinson have this song, the tears of a clown, the smile on my face. Um, you don't see the, uh, tears, you know, um, there are difficult days, but I honestly was just saying to a person the other day, this phrase about be strong and carry on. That's my mantra. But there are days that, you know, are harder than others. There are, um, times when I need some motivation and support. 
there are things that happen that make me reconsider a whole bunch of stuff. But I don't believe in pity parties. So I just pick my stuff self up and then I go back to my why. And my why are my two surviving children, Trevor and Victoria, my husband, Alvin, my extended family, my mother, my grandmother, who is 100 years young, and everybody else. That's my why that motivates me. So that's a great, that was a great question. <laughs> I got to remember that, Brandon. <laughs> and your name, my nephew, my eldest nephew is named Brandon. So I just love that. I love that. And, and yeah, I did want to make sure, I mean, I was able to, to ask that because I know a lot of times we are oftentimes so focused on someone's you know, like their role or, you know, the impact that they made. But a lot of times we just don't ask the simple questions of like, how are you? Like, really, how are you? I mean, I know sometimes it feels like a mere formality, but I always want to make sure to actually, you know, genuinely ask it because a lot of times we, we don't ask those questions. Yeah. That, that, you know, you could be, are you, what is your, what is your strategy? I know you're in grad school. What are you thinking of doing? So for me right now, I, I personally, first of all, like a little bit of everything, but I'd say that for me, alongside, you know, I guess developing my own company to, you know, continue with my content, telling people's stories and everything is that for me, like, I've always been like a lifelong learner, but I've also like always wanted to, like my childhood dream was to be a teacher. And so... Like this semester, I'm starting off being a yeah a teacher aide on the on the college level. I've had some experiences here and there over the past you know year or two, you know, being able to help out on the high school side. And so, I mean, overall, I absolutely love you know helping people learn and and spreading yeah, spreading the education. So you pursue that, build your company, build your major content creation platform, but teaching others, especially young we minds, uh, you know, I, you have to know your strengths. That's not mine. <laughs> and you just have to know thyself. My husband, he runs his own business, a construction company, but before that he was a teacher and, and he also was a coach. And so when we're around in the community, people are coach blow, coach blow. The impact that you can make will will go on for years and years, generations. So um, you don't hear that a lot based on what's going on in our education systems, but I, I applaud you. Keep doing your side hustle though, or you know your main hustle, and then do adjuncting because you can make such a huge impact. So that's awesome. Thank you so much. And I know you don't have, you know, a lot of time left, but I did at least want to ask you. So for anyone who's listening that is looking for inspiration or, yeah, just wants to you know, continue learning from, from you, what is something that you would want to say to them, to anyone who's here watching or listening? Um, to thine own self be true. What's deep inside you, pursue it no matter what anyone else says. Number two, never stop learning. You said it, Brandon. If you want to pursue a higher degree, go for it. Don't let time, lack thereof, or money 
interfere because a life is truly a marathon. It's not a sprint. And um, the race is just from, I have to keep going to my spiritual roots. The race is not given to the swift nor the strong, but those who hold out. So love yourself, be your true authentic self. There's no one else like you. And that's how, what we need in this world, pursue your passion. That's what I would say. I'm so glad that you're willing to speak with us and to tell us a little bit about your story. And, and thank you so much as always for being here. And, and I hope that your family knows that you're just the, an amazing person. I'm just so glad to have you here. Bless your heart. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh yeah, of course. For those of you listening or watching, thank you all so much for tuning in as always. I, I hope that you all took as, much from this conversation as I did, because I really enjoyed this. And definitely, please let me know if there's anything that, yeah, I can do to help continue yeah, speaking with you, because I really enjoyed it. You, we're, not, we're fast friends. I'm going to be looking you up on all my social media platforms so we can stay connected. <laughs> I'm so glad. Thank you so much. Take care. Yeah. Have a great day, everyone.